Welcome to the Character Smash and Slash, the show where we give every Disney movie ride a Disney movie makeover, one land at a time. And now your hosts, Johnny and Alan. Welcome to the Character Smash and Slash. My name is Johnny, and with me, as always, is Alan. What's up, Alan? It's Studio Day. Yay! It's Rex Manning Day. Not today. Not Rex Manning Day. Oh, uh, that has nothing to do with Disney. Although, maybe it is that does. A, who is, knows? Is it? Is that a 20th Century Fox pick? Hold on, hold on. We're 30 seconds into the show. We're already stopping to look something up. Empire sure. Records. Warner Brothers. Well, maybe it'll get one of our, uh, our wild card free passes. Wait, does that mean... Like, like uh, Six Flags is going to have an Empire Records store? Oh, man. If they don't, they should. Right? They're missing out on tens of dollars. Speaking of tens of dollars, we may have been actually sponsored, like, for realsies. Which is very impressive, because we really did try it with undies. Uh, we really did. I still have not gotten any free underwear. You know what? Screw you guys. Screw me undies, although they are super fantastic. And their t-shirts... Oh, man. Amazing. Just as good as our underwear. Anyway, you may have heard an ad before the show started. It's crazy. We may be getting paid right now by you listening to this, and that's nuts to me. Totally the whole point of this thing. I don't care about Epcot. I don't care about the studios. <laughs> I care about getting paid, son. We don't know who the sponsor is, so it could be anybody. It could be. Right now, it's Anchor, the podcast app that we use. <laughs> Okay, so we do know who it is, apparently. Well, they could change it over time. So maybe you're listening to this 15 years in the future. Is it? Oh, do, does it level up? Like, if you do a certain amount, do you get the better sponsors? I think that's kind of how it works. So oh, we, want, we want that McDonald's money. Yeah. Thank you, Coca-Cola, for sponsoring this episode of this terrible, terrible podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when we last blessed our intrepid heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, last episode was Epcot's World Showcase West. Now we're taking the Friendship across the lake to Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, that's adorable. I know. At Hollywood Boulevard at Disney Hollywood Studios. It's time for a character smash and slash presented by Coca-Cola. Or Anchor. Sony. Yeah. <laughs> There's a polar bear over there. Wink. Or Starbucks. We don't know who's sponsoring this. It could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Or Nike. The, How's my the, mom going to handle that if Nike's also sponsoring <laughs> Colin Kaepernick and this show? The Illinois Nazi party. Right? <laughs> I don't care. We're getting paid. So if we get, if we, they only pay us until there's a thousand people listening, I think. So <laughs> we were designed to fail. Uh-huh. We, we may be a while. Uh, speaking of McDonald's, we may be splitting a McChicken sandwich in about 15 years. So <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Yep. Um, do you want to actually do this episode? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that we're kind of getting paid to do. Let's. That's <laughs> how I felt at work today. Oh man, I know I was setting up getting paid on Anchor at work today. Nice. I think my boss listens to this, and he will be very upset right now. But <laughs> I got a penny, y'all. <laughs> just put two pennies on a desk and be like, that's profits. So. That's right. I just doubled. Um, let's talk about Tower of Terror. 
Okay. So, how would you make over Tower of Terror with a Disney movie? Okay, well, this is a Fox property, and, and genuinely only doing this makeover for... First off, let me say, like, Sunset Boulevard has a very, very special, important place in my heart. That was my... It popped my Disney theme park cherry. That Ooh. was my first... I, I know. That Icky. was my... <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a bunch of polyester Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> that was my very first park that I worked in. So, so it has a special place in my heart. That being said, it is heavily anchored on one end and candy apples on the other. Mm-hmm. That's uh, very much true. Yeah. So, so and the whole tow- park is kind of mm-hmm. meh mm-hmm. at this point. So. Yeah. You try selling turkey legs in the corner of the park that people care about after 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's true. And then just everybody's there mm-hmm. between... Tower and Coaster and Phantasmic. Mm-hmm. All which mm-hmm. we will discuss today. Yes, exactly. Which is why we started off. Because these are the rides you think of when you think of the studios. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tower. I am genuinely only, only doing this for the name because I think it's mm-hmm. amazing. Okay, Tower of Terror is going to be the Tower of Terror, Big Mama's House, Drop It Like It's Hot. <laughs> Hey, you know who's making one penny per podcast, too? Martin Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> so drop it like it's hot. And it's yeah. going to have, like, fire effects and stuff and, like, Martin Oh, you're Lawrence. going all in on this, this oh, hot going, part of it. Okay. I'm going in on it. It's going to have fire effects and Martin Lawrence dressed up, screaming at you. And uh, who was the other one that played Baby Big Mama's House? I could not was even... That- begin that, to tell you anything about that, anybody in this franchise I, I i think it was nick can hang on i gotta i gotta was it nick now. cannon i think it was I think, nick cannon i think it was nick cannon mm-hmm. so that means we can so tell more carry stories right i was we can <laughs> do you have a mariah carey story because i got one i know you got one <laughs> uh, let, let's hear yours because i bet you we have the same one uh, i know because you were both we were both there on the same day that mariah oh no, no 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 it was it was Brandon T. Jackson, booty sweat. He that was drink in a in a in a Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. Al, Al Pacino. Al Al Pacino, which yeah. took me until the second viewing of that movie to realize that was a play on Al Pacino. Sure. I'm not smart. I'm an idiot. If you listen to the uh, ad at the beginning of this podcast, I clearly state that I'm a dum dum. So fair. Or maybe it's so, the Coke one. I have no it, idea. Oh, damn know. it. Now I have to call myself an idiot in every ad that we do from here on out. <laughs> no! <laughs> when I'm being moronic and drinking a refreshing Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm really upset. Now uh, I don't well, want to do a podcast no more. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> so what would be in this other than fire effects and Martin Lawrence? Probably in person, because what else is he doing right now? Well, that was the idea, because, I mean, I, I genuinely don't know what he's doing right now. And I'll hook him up. He needs yeah. a job. That that would be it. That would be it. And it would just be the droppy ride, but up and down, fire effects. Yeah. We, you know, and there'll be a bunch of screen stuff. I'm sure you could put in Rocket Raccoon or Baby Group 2. People will be fine with it. Sure. <laughs> At this point, who cares? But anyway, I just like the name. Big Mama's House, drop it like it's hot. Love it. So my whole idea for this land is Mm -hmm. Hollywood Studios is eventually going to have their own little bergs and kind of like themes. You know, they already have their Toy Story land. They're getting their Star Wars land. 
they have all these great rides in this little area. I'm thinking this is all 1940s themed old school Disneyland. You want to keep it looking like it does now just going down the street because it has a very 40s theme to it as it is. Right. Yeah. And you want, so I want, I want you old, want to build nostalgic. Up. Yeah, exactly. So the whole thing's going to be old and nostalgic. And we'll start with Tower of Terror. Not only do you got 90s nostalgia, but 1940s nostalgia when you have Roger Rabbit's cartoon drop, the companion oh, to Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin at Disneyland. How awesome would that be? You're in the old, you can even call it the Hollywood Tower Hotel still. Mm-hmm. And Roger Rabbit's like, you know, doing his thing. I was about to do the please thing and I decided not to. <laughs> you know, okay, I'm going to give you a tie-in for this because it's a, it's a much better idea than my idea. Okay, what's that? So the bellhop will all be like the Droopy from the movie when Droopy was the bellhop going, going down through. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm mm-hmm. glad we got through this segment. With someone doing with an impression. Should I do it? Should I do the? Should I try it? I I mean I I think you kind of have to now. <laughs> what? <laughs> the the last part was really good. I got there. I first got part, there. <laughs> you did. <laughs> the, the last part was great. The first part it sounded like you were tired. <laughs> the first part was just like. <laughs> What a day. <laughs> I had to start somewhere. <laughs> and then I remembered, oh, no, you've got a really high voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you went in reverse puberty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he'd be doing that in the ride, and then it bounces up and down. And then they put the screen in, like, at the, the Tower of Terror in California. Uh-huh. And then you're falling with Mickey, and probably not Bugs, but Mickey and Roger, let's say. Yeah, that would be not? awesome. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You hear a little uh, merry-go-round broke down, and it's all like madcap, but still super scary. I'm completely down with that. Yeah, and then, and then the, the uh, what's it called? The the fifth dimension, which I controversially do not like. Don't at me. I would think that would be a really cool entry into like Toontown from the back. You know what? Like with that whole idea and a, and, a, and thought process, it would work really well when you're going up and down, dropping to the smile, darn your smile song. Right. Man, forget Big Mama's house dropping like a hot. I'm running with yours. Roger Rabbit cartoon drop. I love it. Boom. Done. Hey, let's go next door. We got to do Rock and Roller Coaster Avec Aerosmith. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We need to stop again. Sorry. We're, this, is good. this might be a long one. We're getting paid for this this time. We got to make our keep. <laughs> Speaking of terrible uh, studios parks, I went to <laughs> Disneyland Paris's uh, Walt Disney Studios Park which is a freaking garbage fire. That place is horrible. It's half the size of the original DCA and a quarter of the budget. Just keep that in mind. They have a rock and roller coaster there. It's not starring Aerosmith. It's just, you know, with Aerosmith. And they're not like recording in a studio and you don't got to go backstage passes, none of that. It's Aerosmith building a roller coaster, and you're just testing out a roller coaster with Aerosmith music. Why is Aerosmith building a roller coaster? That I don't know. There was a five-minute wait. No one's like, there. If you had said to me, like, it's Gene Simmons building a roller coaster, because that dude will do anything for money. Like, I'll believe that. Also, he haunted uh, Six Flags, right? <laughs> In that one movie. Yes, he did. <laughs> so he's already roller coaster adjacent. Yeah, it's just Steven Tyler going, 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G. I'm like, bro, 
if you're doing four G's, you're having old people pass out in the damn roller coaster. <laughs> you don't know anything about aerodynamics. I'm surprised that I went on it five times and I loved it every single time. Is it the same track? It's the exact same thing. I have a Steven Tyler story. Oh, you do? I do. So one day, myself and another former skipper who renamed Nameless, but his name rhymes with Banger Rob. Okay. Uh, we're coming up from the tunnels behind Main Street, walking to the jungle. We see uh, a guest relations individual with some lady uh, wearing a bunch of clothes. And, like, uh, they're backstage with some kid. And we're like, this is weird. That's weird. They're, uh, kids aren't usually back there. They must be, like, a celebrity or a VIP or something. So we're walking, and we're passing them. And Ranger Rob is still is going, man, that girl must be so hot. Like, look at all those clothes she's... Oh, oh that's Steven Tyler. Holy shit, dude looks like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> and followed by, I've never seen so many scarves. <laughs> Steven Tyler backstage looks like Marjorie the Trash Heap from Fraggle Rock, but just scarves. <laughs> but did you get to look directly into his eyes if you'd like? Well, I was scared to because that's how the, how the Indiana Jones adventure starts. <laughs> also, I was told by Mariah Carey's manager... Not to look her in the eye. <laughs> okay, I'll look somewhere yeah. else. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Rock and Roller Coaster. The whole point of this damn show. <laughs> I'm getting rid of Aerosmith. Forget Aerosmith. I want more 90s nostalgia. Rock and Roller Coaster starring Powerline oh, from man. a goofy movie. Oh, man. I want that solely because I want the cast members to wear the Powerline outfits. Yeah! And then they could do, like, the high-top fades and do the yes. dance out there. Yeah. You yes. know they would do it. They would do. That would be their magical moment where they get, like, kids to do the, the, the perfect cast. Uh, right. Also, you realize that only 90s kids would do that. Hashtag mm -hmm. only 90s kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> this will be Studios Wall Instagram thing. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. For another, like, two, three years, and then they'll move on to, I don't know, what happened in the early 2000s? Treasure Planet? <laughs> <laughs> Only 2000s kids will remember Treasure Planet. <laughs> Somewhere Zach Braff is biding his time for Chicken Little to come back. Oh, man, the 20-year mark. <laughs> Start printing those t-shirts. Oh, God, that was right, a terrible so movie, too. So what's your idea for Rock and Roller Coaster? All right, I'm going to keep kind of the whole rock and roll theme going on. Mm -hmm. But I saw Bohemian Rhapsody recently, and it was really good. I know it's getting mm. a lot of bad press. For why? It's because it's they didn't go hard enough, I guess. I don't oh, okay. know. But I thought it was pretty good. The but, little um, people with plates of coke on their head weren't like they were. They, were only, they weren't fleshed out as three dimensional characters. They, they were only doing powdered sugar, so it just got it. Real. Yeah. I want to do that Queen overlay, and it's going to be rock and roller coaster featuring Queen. Make a supersonic fan out of you. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the awesome part is that what's his name from um, American Idol is the new lead singer of Queen and ABC owns American Idol. This is synergy up and freaking uh -huh. down, Alan. I uh -huh. love it. Like the video at the beginning would just be him going like, when I was invited to sing with Queen but not mm -hmm. join them. They... Yes. <laughs> Remember when John's mom thought I was straight, just, you know, theatrical? <laughs> <laughs> we realize we're about 10 seconds away from Sounds Dangerous starring Adam Lambert. Hey, again, vertical integration. It's all about that synergy now. You know, the, the crazy thing is, though, all this music and stuff, 
it should it's a perfect fit for guardians i don't know why they didn't make that the guardians roller coaster okay on that tangent like i 100 percent agree with you i absolutely it doesn't make any it's such a perfect fit like why why rip out universe of energy like i get universe of energy is a massive space I right. get that, but it's it would be such an easy overlay, and the Guardians overlay at Towers, I haven't done it, but you have. You said that it's a pretty decent overlay. If it's, it's done amazing. right, it could be good. Oh, 100%. I, I actually prefer the Guardians overlay to the, the half-measure uh, Tower of Terror they had in California. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's actually worse in Paris, because on the outside... <laughs> They've affixed these giant panels to the side of the uh, tower because they didn't want to invest in 3D projection mapping. So they just have regular projectors for their fireworks show there. <laughs> so it's just these flat <laughs> beige panels stapled to the side of the wall. That's a terrible, terrible park. The, the whole land should be Marvel. There's no reason that Hollywood Boulevard should not just be a Marvel land. I don't get it. But you know what? I don't, I don't work there. So all I have is this podcast. Well, if we get enough sponsor money, we can buy it. What, yeah, we have six bucks. <laughs> what, can, what can I get for this many? <laughs> Will you stick it in my backpack? <laughs> so let's uh, move down the street to Beauty and Beast live on stage. Uh, what I would do is, keeping in with this 1930s, 1940s, and also, for some reason, 1990s nostalgia, Dick Tracy, live on stage. Oh, man. Yeah, bring him Wasn't back. Wasn't there... Okay, is this a fever dream? Wasn't there way back when a Dick Tracy like Crime Buster Crime show Stoppers, or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. Crime Stoppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was this. I think it was actually started like on that stage, right? Was it? Or I don't remember. That, was that where See, they had the really creepy Muppet show for a while? I think they, that was both of those things were there. I know Dis- Dick Tracy Crime Stopper was a show at Disneyland at the Videopolis Theater. But mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't watch any shows because when I went, my parents were like, rides, rides, rides. We're never stop. We're not watching a parade. Uh, no tiki room. Just let's do rides. So mm-hmm. I missed out on Dick Tracy Crime Stoppers. That's kind of why I want to bring it back. I think that they need more like homegrown franchises. Franchises. <laughs> Merchandising. Merchandising. Yeah, they need more uh, homegrown franchises that aren't just Marvel and Star Wars and things that mm-hmm. they've purchased. And mm-hmm. I think Dick Tracy is a good part of it. I think, though, that Warren Beatty still owns the rights and has first refusal on any Dick Tracy movies. That's and he's weird. like a billion years old, so he's never going to be Dick Tracy again. Just deal with it. You know what I mean? You know who I would like to see be Dick Tracy? And I'm being absolutely serious here. Okay. John Hamm. That is almost too perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he's too old to be Batman. I want him to uh-huh. be Batman. He's way too old for that now. But Dick Tracy, he could do. Yep, I like it. And he looks good in the suit. That's the only time he's ever good in a movie is when he's wearing suits. Just put him in that yellow suit. And we all have, you know, Apple Watches now, which is basically the Dick Tracy watch anyway. Man. So it's not outlandish, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I like that idea more than my Beauty and the Beast live on stage Starring Dick Tracy. That's okay. Mine is a 30-minute uh, review of Moulin Rouge because, again, we're my thing is aiming if we're aiming for that like millennial thing for the moment, like yeah, they're right at that age where they have a little bit of nostalgia for that movie for like another six months and then they can put another show in. But for right now, the Moulin Rouge musical review. Are you hanging around a lot of millennials who love Moulin Rouge for some reason? 
You know? Okay. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I, it seems like you do. You go to New York all the time. I don't know who you're running into there. <laughs> I have a beanie. I think it's more because you just want to see a, a Ewan McGregor walk around character. Let's be honest uh, here. Okay. Like, real talk, I do. I, I know you percent do. do. And I don't even care for what movie. I would take an Obi-Wan. <laughs> I would take a big fish. I would take that documentary where he rode a motorcycle. What else has he done that I would... Uh, what is it? A crazy love or mad about love or... or down with about, love? Down with love. Oh, I would I'm just saying, that. that and that thing you do back to back, that's oh, a romantic man. night right there. That's, that's that a is, great double bill. That is, that is a date night. Mm-hmm. You are set. In a weird, quirky way that only works with very specific women. <laughs> but if it does, if, if, yeah, get you a girl who can do both. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, also unrelated. Like, there was rumor back with this whole Grindelwald film that the Johnny Depp role was originally going to be Ewan McGregor, and I would be perfectly okay with a movie of like. Jude Law and Ewan McGregor flirting with each other, just wearing suits and flirting, I'd be okay with that. You should read some of my fan fiction. <laughs> you mean there's more? Yeah. Yeah, it goes right next to yours on the, uh, on the website. <laughs> it does. Let's talk about Fantasmic. Let's. I have been pushing for this since 1993. I contend that there should be a Nightmare Before Christmas musical. Oh, man. There should be, just on Broadway. I, I'm super sad that there isn't. Develop that love story between Jack and Sally, or just make it a nighttime spectacular in the theme parks. There was that guy a couple years ago who wanted to do that, and he did like a demo of like Broadway style Jack makeup and him singing Jack's Lament. Did you ever see that on YouTube? It was floating around. No, no, that sounds awesome though. I'll have to, I'll send you the link, but like it works. So I think it's a completely solid idea, and I just, I love the idea of the Fantasmic Mountain. Like, looking like the Nightmare Mountain with the yes. little squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love that idea. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Damn it, yours are so much better than mine. Like, mine is just like a 30-minute hero and villain battle, but like, like basically the Disney Infinity version of Fantasmic. So, you know, you have like Luke Skywalker and Iron Man fighting Maleficent and, and Darth Vader. And, you know, like, just... Oh, here's how you fix that. No, Wreck-It Ralph 2, where they go to the internet, and then all of those characters are there on the Disney website. That's brilliant. You just mm-hmm. make the, the mountain the Oh My Disney Castle. Yep, exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. Did you see Wreck-It Ralph 2? No. I. Ha- all right. We, we got time. We're getting paid yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, I don't like the idea of them doing sequels in the animated Disney canon. I don't like that that's like number 55 or whatever on the list. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to support it. But I will watch it. And I know I'm going to enjoy it. I just don't want to support it in the You know what? It, the it was just okay. Really? I heard everyone okay. liked it more than the first one. I didn't. I liked the first one better. Yeah. Do you think it'll uh, last longer, be more like, you know, evergreen and timeless? No. No? I don't. And the reason why is because... The when the first Wreck-It Ralph came out, the stuff they were referencing was already either timeless or has become a pop culture reference. Mm-hmm. The stuff that they're referencing in Wreck-It Ralph 2 is very current jokes about Twitter and things like that that is not going to stand the test of time. Like, they yeah. legit make a Rickroll joke in it. Uh, yeah, you don't think that's going to be popular in That will. I, I think that might, but like... <laughs> that. But you know what I'm saying. Because like, you know what? Like, Where's the beef? Still friggin' hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
still it's time to make the donut. But yeah, like and the whole princess sequence, like yeah, I will tell you, there's a there's a song in it, and it's an Alan Menken song, and like okay. that's the, the highlight of the film. There's a sequence where the princesses kind of do like work together to do something, and I'm not gonna do any spoilers, but like sure. like that's a like I like that 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 worked for me because it wasn't so much what they were doing. But there was a score in the background where they melded like all the different princess themes together as they were doing it. Oh, like, that's awesome! That See, I, I, I think I just want to watch a princess movie then, mm-hmm. like yeah, a, all, like that's, a Disney Adventures, a, a you know, a princess version. That's what I was gonna say. That made mm-hmm. me want a ninety-minute princess movie where they're saving the princes. Right, and half the princesses are kind of in the same world anyway, though, right? Don't mm-hmm. isn't that kind of like there's that thread where. Princess uh, Tangled meets up with, you know, the Frozen girls and their parents died, you know, <laughs> is one of the boats that, like, Ariel commandeered to kill Ursula all right. and all that stuff. All right. I'm going to tell you a story and it's going to make me a monster and I don't care. Okay. So I was at Disneyland once mm-hmm. and I was on the Pirate's Lair Island, the formerly TSI. Right. Tom Sawyer's Island. Yes. Although if you're listening to this and you don't know what TSI is, get with get with it. Come on, get with it. So I was there. You know how they have that little like broken, half sunken ship that you can kind of walk through. Yes. I was there, and this, and this guy was with his little kids and his little girl, and the little girl is is making swimming motion, and she goes, "I feel like Ariel under the sea," and I go, "I feel like Elsa's parents." <laughs> <laughs> And the kid probably didn't get it. <laughs> nope, but their dad was sure mad at me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's when you move back to the other side of the country. <laughs> yep. Da 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 da. Bye. <laughs> I'm outie. Um, can I talk about the city I live in? You can. The, not the city of angels. We actually have giant eagles, so maybe the city of eagles. You also apparently only have three pokey stops in your entire town. Oh man, it's terrible. <laughs> oh whatever, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, so there's pay. a Christmas tree. Christmas tree lighting ceremony is next week, and they tried to hire this princess company to uh, show up. <laughs> did they? <laughs> uh, they sure did. And they're like, "Hey, princess company." I used is, to be a board member, uh, right? I think you did. <laughs> I did. The IRS has some more questions for you then. <laughs> God, I never get left alone. Can't get rid of those guys. Anyway, so this princess company was hired to bring a princess to the Christmas tree lighting ceremony, and this company has slowly been shutting down over the last, you know, five years. Just they're busy with other things. Crystal Clear travels, so. They hired a princess, and they're like, oh, we want Elsa to show up, because it's Which makes know, Christmas. Sense. It's Christmas. Yeah. Right. And she's like, nah, I don't have an Elsa costume anymore. <laughs> Ariel. Ariel will be there. <laughs> she's friends with Elsa. That's amazing. The dress is blue-ish. It's more blue-green, but... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So not only is Ariel showing up instead of Elsa, but you're not even getting mermaid Ariel. You're getting formal wear Ariel. Yeah, you're getting ball gown Ariel. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> the kids down the street won't notice. They no, couldn't like, care less. Is that Elsa? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, kid. whatever, kid. Have a balloon. <laughs> Some hot cocoa in the old bank building. <laughs> Okay, so we're, we're at the end of the episode. That's how you do a character smash and slash. Um, join us next episode where we take on Walt Disney World's junk drawer's junk drawer, Echo Lake. If you like this podcast, like, 
share, subscribe. Make sure your Disney nerd friends listen to this terrible, terrible podcast. I don't care if they actually listen to the end of it. I just need that click so I get that money. And I get to share half of that with Alan. And I really need a new pair of socks because I've had my Flamingo ones on for about four days now. It's going to be a while before you get to earn any socks at this rate. You know, next time, trainer numbers. I'm not saying that we're bribing you for likes, but we will send you gifts. I will send you gifts on Pokemon Go. Johnny will send you one of Tandem Eagles and Flights, and I will send you one from Zianna's Cafe Fountain all the time. Mm -hmm. Are those the ones that are really close to, like, where you sit at work? Because that's what I do. Yep. Yep. Those are the ones I can reach from my cubicle. That's exactly it. So that's why you Mm -hmm. get a lot of fountains. Yep. And as Hillary Clinton would say... Pokemon, go ahead and share this podcast with a bunch of people. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm not see, I'm mad. just as timely as Wreck-It Ralph 2. Once <laughs> you, you see that movie, you're going to be like, oh, this will not hold up. No, no, I can't imagine it will. But yeah, Miranda Sings has like a, a cameo in it, and they canceled her Netflix show. I didn't know who that was. They're canceling all the Netflix shows. Daredevil got the boot yesterday. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad that I've only seen, like, the first three episodes of all the Netflix Marvel shows? No, I don't think I've... I haven't seen a single one of Iron Fist. I like Jessica Jones, but I had, like, a little, like, like oh, TV well, yeah. cr- crush thing. I watched half a season of Daredevil, and I watched... I watched all of Luke Cage, because I felt bad if I stopped halfway through, like, I was going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're already from South Carolina. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't know, want that like, stigma. I get it. I get it. No, I watched all of Jessica Jones, but, yeah, the rest of them, eh. I don't care for those. Does your brother watch them? Which one? Oh, I don't really care. I just got our obligatory mention of him in, so. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you like this show and want to listen to a show that's better with better audio quality, (laughs) (laughs) listen to Bro Check This Out. You know, I don't get paid for that one, so don't listen to that. I don't care about that. I'm just saying. Yeah. That is true. Although, when you mix family and money, that's never a good idea. So. You know, maybe your mom listens to this, right? Maybe she'll think click she it does. a bunch of times. Yeah, it'll be her and all the people that I pay in India at that click farm. <laughs> I'm going to get that money one way or the other. Anchor, Man, I'm taking your money. One day, this is somehow going to take off, and it's going to be like that scene in Office Space where we check our bank account. She's like, oh, shit. I didn't think this was a real thing. <laughs> It's the plot of Superman three. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the plot of Superman three. So let's just let's just wrap this up. All right, that's it. That's our show. I'm Johnny. You good, Alan? I'm good. All right, my brother. See you at Casey's. Keep it hard. Thank you for listening to the Character Smash and Slash. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and tell your other Disney nerd friends to listen as well. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to charactersmash at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at charactersmash.